Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. Seaport Village's time is limited. Developer One Highway One released a long-awaited plan this week for Seaport San Diego, a sprawling $3.5 billion project that will reimagine and replace the Bayside development. Union Tribune reporter Jennifer Van Grove has been covering this project. So Jen, this new 167-page report is out. Tell me a little more about what the project entails. Yeah, so the report is what's called a project description. And so Developer One Highway One, which is the group that's behind this project, they have laid out the program, so to speak. So all the elements that they're going to to do in this project, they're they're laid out in this document. They provide a narrative description. They provide all the square footage. There's you know a little bit um, in terms of all the different agencies that they'll have to go through. Uh, there's, there's some pictures, there's, you know, tables and diagrams, but essentially everything that's being, um, contemplated on this site is discussed with fairly specific detail in this report. Okay. So tell me more about the project. You have this incredible list in your story, you know, it's, it's hotels, it's retail, it's offices, it's what else is it? It's a really big project, but first, let me set the scene for what's there today. So the project site extends from um, just south of the Midway in an area called the G Street Mall, and it travels the length of the Embarcadero, which is, you know, the coast in the San Diego Bay and goes, you know, covers Seaport Village, covers Rocco Park, um, and then uh, ends around Embarcadero Marina Park North. Um, so it's a big area. It's uh um, a lot of land and water. And the developer is, I think, as you mentioned, talking about seven different hotels. They want to do a public beach um, on the area that is part of Embarcadero Marina Park North today. They wanted one of the hotels is a five-star hotel. Uh, let's see, there's a blue tech campus, which, which would be essentially office space for companies doing ocean research. The, the main focal point is this 500 story or not 500 story, 500 foot tower that's, um, cylindrical in shape. And there would at the base of that be a hotel and at the top be a bunch of different attractions. There's also a very large aquarium proposed, um, and an event center. There's, oh, and a new fish processing facility for the fishermen. There's there's a little bit of everything, or maybe a lot bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it sounds incredible. So in your story, there are renderings, because we're doing this on a podcast. Will you describe what it looks like? I mean, does it have sort of a unified style? Well, so the the vision is ocean optimism and that's, you know, how the, the developers kind of working around this. I, I, I don't know that I could say that there's one, you know, singular design principle, but certainly the, the feature that will catch your eye the most is the tower. Cause it's right in the center of the project. It's in a portion that currently um, is home to Seaport village today. And then there's, there's some pretty tall towers that are also kind of extend north and south from there. Um, another feature that will be pretty unmistakable, I think, is what the developer is calling the green strand. And it's this elevated um, pedestrian promenade that's supposed to run the length of the, the, the project. And it would be 20 to 25 feet 
up in the air and you could walk or run or, you know, jog your way across the whole site, but also access the second story of many of the the buildings on, on the site. So I know the project is in part funded by the Jacobs family, you know, who are well known for Qualcomm, but is it, is it fully funded and how likely is it to happen? Well, it's not fully funded in the sense that this is a three and a half billion dollar project and the developer, once they get their approvals, are going to have to go out to lenders and secure, you know, a lot of financing. But pre-development costs are being funded by the developer and the development team, which does, like you you know, said, include the Jacobs family. And so they've already spent $20 million in costs and they think they're going to have to spend $20 million more to get it to the approval stage. I think, you know... We should be careful in how we talk about it. It's not a foregone conclusion that this project will get approved. So what happened this um, this week was that the project description was released and this um, lays out exactly what's being proposed. The Port of San Diego, which is in charge of you know permitting in this area, essentially, they control the tidelands. They'll get to say whether or not they like the project. They're going to weigh in actually next week, and I'll be covering that, so stay tuned. Um, And then we haven't even yet seen what the proposed lease terms would look like. Um, And whatever does get approved, if it does get approved, will then have to go through a multi-year environmental review process. So there's, there's still a long ways to go. Um, And there is certainly going to be question marks about financing that I expect to come up even next week at at the board meeting. So how far out do you think this project is? Um, You know, how soon, how soon might it be built? You you mentioned it's going to take years regardless, but, but how long? I would say the best case scenario is what the developer is telling me because, you know, they're going to be the ones with the rosiest picture, so to speak. They think that they can break ground in 2025 and complete everything by 2030. So even though they will take a phased approach and build stuff on a block by block basis, they think they can do it all in five years. So 2030 sounds pretty far out, but um, it's not. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. In development terms, it seems just around the corner. Jen, anything else you want to add? Um, I would just say that this is a large project. There's a lot of different, you know, people who are going to have opinions on it. You know, is it too much development? Are we walling off the coast? So I do expect there to be some pushback that will, uh, you know, maybe change how the project is eventually or is finalized. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm curious to see what the poor commissioners say next week, because I think that'll set the tone for the process going forward. Okay, we'll be following. Jennifer Van Grove, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.